0: yo what's up everybody welcome back to big league chicago it's rick here with jack and we got some special guests on we got sway and we got bart from chicago sports hub official you can find them on (laughs) you can find them on instagram at chicago sports hub official and on youtube at chicago sports hub and sports betting all right what's up y'all how y'all doing
1: feeling good man feeling good
0: Hell yeah, i love to hear it. So they're on to talk. They're they're on here to talk some uh, some Bulls, some Bears, some Cubs and Sox. I was kind of afraid. I thought it was only going to be sway on. I was going to be outnumbered, 2-1 to Sox fans. But Bart got my back right now as a Cubs fan. Got
2: back, dog. We got to say this, Suzuki.
0: <laughs>
2: We're back up there. We're winning games. Best offense in the league so far.
0: Let's go, dude. I did want to start off, though, with... Game 1 playoffs for the Bulls. So we we'll, we'll, we'll go into the C-Red segment here. Game 1 against the Bucks. Uh, an L for the Bulls, but like like the, the themes the themes of this game, it was a close game, don't get me wrong. These are the the defending champ champion Bucks. Um, they they, they kind of were close there at the end, you know, they they let some shit go, but I mean the shooting from Zach, DeMar, and Vooch, even though he scored 26 points. Uh, it was just not there, Bart. Man, what what are your like initial thoughts with this?
2: You know what? The game started. Bucks were on a nine to zero run. I texted the boys. I was like, man, I hope, yeah, man, we might get swept. So <laughs> the game went on. I became more. You know, I I felt a little more promise in the Bulls getting the getting it done. And DeRozan wasn't playing well, which and we, we took the loss. You know, so that made yeah. me feel good about our are standing right now against the Bucks. I feel like we could beat them and we could take them to a legitimate series. You know, it'll be a legitimate series between the two teams.
0: Yeah. And th- those, those, that was kind of my initial thoughts too, man. Like, like you said, it started off nine zero. I remember turning on the game. I was like making a story for the crack one media Instagram page and I turned on the game and I was like, fuck me, dude, what, what is going on? Right. I was like, I know the bulls suck at defense, but God damn, this is, this was like a bad start. And uh, I just, I thought too, I was like, this is going to be a rough start. Um, Sway, what it, what what, was, what were your kind of initial thoughts when the game started too?
1: Shit, I, I wasn't expecting the Bulls to be, even be close. I guess i talking about <laughs> to be honest with you. I mean, if, let's be honest, like if DeMar DeRozan, if he had a better game, game one, the Bulls could have won, mm-hmm. honestly. But, yeah. yeah. If you think about it again, Drew Holiday, Milton, they didn't have a really good game either. So man, I don't know. A lot of people say Vucevic is the problem. I, I Honestly, mm-hmm. he is the problem. He's too old, slow for all these big guys mm-hmm. and shit. So man, let's see, let's
0: see how the Bulls play game two. Yeah, dude, and and you know with 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 you mentioning Vooch, you know he he had the most points out of the starters, right? And his third quarter was just amazing. Like after you know kind of dragging his feet the first two quarters and. You know, his defense isn't amazing. We kind of knew that when we got him, but they were mentioning his playoff stats in Orlando when he was scoring 30-plus points, you know, and obviously he was the first option there, right? Like, the offense ran through Vooch in Orlando when they made their playoff appearance. But, uh, you know, he turned it up in the third quarter. Was You know, the, he still went really bad on, a shoot, on shooting, made one three-pointer or two, um, and kind of made an electric three-pointer at that. But still still produced way more than damar and zach um and that was again that was kind of like the theme again the shooting um jack were you able to watch the game like what what did you think of it
3: so honest honest opinion um it was uh it was a long day <laughs> i turned it on uh, i watched the start mm-hmm. i think i texted you about it yeah um, the bucks looked faster and just the bulls looked scared mm-hmm. and uh, I think I fell asleep at, at the, the middle of the second quarter. So, um, but I did catch enough to to kind of see that if if the Milwaukee kind of uses their size and, and speed, uh, we're in trouble. Uh, I know they were talking about like rebound stats. I think the Bulls are like um, I can't remember what the stat was exactly, mm-hmm. but you know they were latter half of the the standings of of uh, rebounds per game, mm-hmm. and it just you can just tell they're going to get re- out rebound every game and. Um, in the long run, I just I see that being a huge, huge thing to overcome and and to win those games. So, but truthfully, I did uh, um, unfortunately fall asleep during, uh-huh.
0: during the
2: second quarter
3: <laughs> of the game. <laughs> so uh, from there, I'm gonna let you guys discuss. Yeah,
2: yeah, uh, yeah dude. Honestly, you know, Coach, um man, he he had some unlucky shots that day. They were just going in and out. Yeah. So. He could have scored like thirty three, if some thirty three, thirty five. Mm-hmm. Some of those fell for him. So uh, let's hope, let's hope DeRozan, uh, you know, has a great game too. We can slow down the Bucks' defense how he did in the third quarter, and that's let's see, let's see if we have a chance to win, boys.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude, and and what Jack said, like the Bulls coming out kind of scared. Like you could tell, even though they had DeMar and Vucevic, and even like Billy Donovan, they had that playoff experience. And Caruso as well, right? Like you could tell, like I don't know, with Zach and with Kobe and with Io, like it was like they the 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 pressure was on them, and they were kind of like I don't want to say like they were like pissing their pants or anything, but you could tell like holy shit, they haven't been there before, and this is kind of like a fir- this is a brand new thing to them, right? Playoff basketball, and honestly, to Chicago in the last fucking half a decade, so yeah. you could tell that it was it definitely got to them, uh, you know, in that first quarter.
3: For sure, man. Yeah, I th- I feel like I O uh, not I O. Um, Kobe, I do remember Kobe's deep three yeah. in the first, and, um, and you know I think that's going to be a real key thing to the series. Is you know, and that what the announcers were also saying was Milwaukee just gives up an insane amount of threes, and if the if the Bulls can find that that the, the groove on that night. You know, they're going to they're going to be out there and they're going to be competing. Man,
2: how clutch is Kobe sometimes, though? Like, yeah, when you get a shot to fall down and keep you in the game, he's going to hit it. It seems like 99% of the time, man. I love the way he plays when it's crunch time.
0: Honestly, Sway, what do you have to say?
1: Um, That's what you were saying, bro. Like, the Bulls, this is the first time as a team, like the whole team, you know, going to the playoffs the first year. So mm-hmm. that could probably be a little factor too, you know. What I'm saying they're not really experienced as a team since the playoffs. Might give, it, might have to give it a few years, but let's see, man. I think, I think regardless, this is good. Winner, winner, lose yeah. is good for us. Regardless, is the Bulls. So,
0: yeah, and and yeah, great experience, honestly. And you know, against the the reigning NBA champs, right. they only lost by seven points at the end of it, right? So. Again, I, I had said this, I think, last episode or a couple episodes ago. This isn't the finished product as a Bulls team. This isn't going to be like the next 10 years, five, four years, whatever it is, of a Bulls team. They're going to keep adding pieces, they're going to subtract pieces. Vooch may or may not be gone, right? Just because, like, we got him to compliment Zach, and he was a big reason that DeMar came to the Bulls, you know, the next, uh, in that off season. Mm-hmm. Um, Obviously the the offense is no longer running through Vooch, so he's not as uh, um productive as he was in Orlando. But the thing that suffers the most from this team and and it showed kind of after like middle of January, right around there, is like the defense was lacking hard without Caruso and especially without Zoe. That's where you mm-hmm. see that weakness, and that's where that weakness was definitely taken advantage of uh, in this in this game. Like the bucks didn't didn't go past 100 points but man like jack said dude that size and that quickness from the bucks really really fucked them at the end
1: i am I'm, I'm really worried about the big guys man like brook lopez is healthy now fucking bobby Portis, yeah. he, he, he does good off the bench we got Gian's long ass too so man <laughs> you gotta see L- lopez
3: lopez looked like he was on a mission at the start of that game honestly yeah. it, it did not look like uh, um, I think he hit at least two or three threes in that first quarter and he was just like, Yeah, no, he was ready to play. Mm-hmm. He was ready to go. I
2: feel like, man, the only person who irritated Giannis defensively at all was Caruso and he's what, six two, six six one. <laughs> like, come on.
0: This yeah, fucking Giannis has like a whole seven, eight inches on this guy, you know what I mean? And and Caruso was the one on his ass. But and that was the other thing. I I had said it in, you know, one of the stories on Instagram, I was like It seems like every single player on the Bulls at one point was guarding Giannis through that thing. And I feel like that could um, somewhat be like disruptive to Giannis, but there's also got to be some consistency on Billy's end there, right? Like if you're going to stick P-Will or or Caruso or or, uh, Vooch on him, Keep it on him, man, because there's got to be some consistency there because now he's going up against Kobe randomly. Now io has got him. You know what I mean? Like, Zach's on him. Like, w- what is this shit going on here?
1: Oh, yeah, that's, that's facts. That's facts. I hope
2: they
0: didn't yeah.
1: start double-teaming his ass. I'm like, what the hell? They, they, they
2: were in the, at the end of the game, and it kind of worked. I ain't going to mm-hmm. lie. Like, guys were forced to hit threes. You know, he was forced to kind of pass the ball off. Because uh, he was getting triple teamed at some points of that game, dude. Yeah, like dude, that's the only way to stop Giannis. Though, like no, no one guy. You know, like I don't think there's a center in the league or a power forward who could really, you know, defend him one on one. Yeah.
3: Oh, that, that Pat will call at the uh, at the end of the game over the back <laughs> yeah. or whatever they called that was bullshit. That's I mean bullshit. that that's a foul on Giannis. He fouls out. Seven points turns into a two-point Bulls win. Yeah, you know,
2: like an over-the-back foul. <laughs> he's mm-hmm. over the guy's back. Yeah, and
0: I and I think the argument was like P. Will didn't give him any space to land. I'm like, you can't give any guy a space when he's jumping
2: he's, over you. He's by, he's trying to box him out at the same time. Like
0: exactly, exactly, right? and and you know when when during the game when when uh Giannis was in foul trouble, I think it was like the second or third quarter. Uh, when they, you know, took him out, I think he had like three or four fouls at the time. Um, the Bulls were doing like amazing. That's when they kind of cut that 16 point deficit uh, like in half by like four points or something like that. Like they were getting to the basket, they were uh, really great in transition. Those fast breaks were really good, and they were being really effective during that time when Giannis wasn't there. Like, like Jack said, imagine if he fouled out there in the fourth quarter at the beginning. That, I think that's a Bulls win, really. At the end of the day, yeah,
2: yeah, I agree, one hundred percent, For
0: sure. Yeah, and and again with like the sh- the shooting, right? Like season low, thirty two point three percent from the floor uh, for the Bulls. Seven of thirty seven on three points. Like, could you imagine if they make half of those three pointers? It's a different game, oh, for sure. Hell yeah, yeah. Like w- like one hundred percent. Like like like. Uh, Vooch, I love Vooch and he made a couple nice three-pointers but dude, like, stop like, at the end of the you know, like, towards the end of that game, like, you need to like, pass it off to Zach or fucking DeMar, like, I know we've they all were struggling, but dude pass it off, you can't be taking those shots sometimes he
2: was getting a matchup in the paint, which surprised me though, he was getting like a he was getting, he was calling for the ball I think, like, like I saw him three times called for the ball because he was – he had a good matchup. He, no big guy was on Moses, and Brooker Giannis. So
1: mm-hmm.
2: he could, they could have just dumped it on him because he could score in the paint too if, if he's got that mismatch.
0: Yeah, man, he was he was bumping. I forgot who it was. I think it was either Lopez or, or uh, Bobby Portis. Like he was, he was giving it to him in the fucking paint. And I was like, this is the Vooch I've wanted to see pretty much all year and he's, he's been able to do that, but it's like, why can't you do this on a consistent base basis? You know what I mean? And yeah. now's the time that he, he has to be able to like do that. Like just punish anybody who's in his way. Like, you're not going to punish Giannis, you know, Bart, like you said, there's really nobody in the league that can guard Giannis right now. Um, just cause he's, he's so big. He's so physical. He's so good. So
2: that's like crazy.
0: Yeah. But I, I mean, at least try your best at that point. Um,
2: Caruso with the big charge, that was, that was <laughs> big, man. Like, I thought that was just yeah. in the game, and And I thought he was dead.
0: No. <laughs> <But> he, <laughs> he took a fall. He but, took a hard But ball. it's like, not the fucking wrist again, bro. Don't be <laughs> doing don't that shit. Get... <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> uh, But yeah, man. Um, so one of the, you know, some of the, some of the uh, positives, right? Like it was an, it, it was a really close game for the Bulls. Um. The the Bucks had 21 turnovers. You know, they scored three minutes in the first, or three points in like the first seven minutes of the fourth. Like that's huge. You know, they got outscored 15 to 13. I think the Bulls did in the fourth. Um, so like those are the positives that we got to take away, right? Vuce still had 24 points in 17 rebounds. It was still a double double for him. Um, what do you guys think? Like obviously the shooting, right, is probably the big thing. But what's something else that maybe you guys think would be like? Something to improve on for game two tomorrow um, night.
1: Jack said it, man. The Bucks allow so many fucking three point you know what I'm saying, three point shots. If they can fucking mm-hmm. make those you know attempts that fucking game one and make half of them game two, probably keep you know keep keeping the game and shit. Say alive in the game at least. I think you think
2: we just have to do whatever we can to focus on Giannis. They don't have Giannis mm-hmm. yeah, teams, yeah. doing well. They're not winning. I don't think. You know, those other guys have to step up, and that's a lot of pressure on them. Even though they're champions, I think. You know, and it's gonna be tough for the Bulls. That's all I'm gonna say. But, uh, DeRozan, let's not go six for twenty-five again. <laughs> do do it to us, and let's get like twelve for eighteen. Some threes in there.
0: Yeah, right? Some threes in there. Jack, what do you got? Uh,
3: and that's what he said that in his post-conference. Like, you know, he's like, I, I was, he pretty much just said I was shit. Yeah. And, you know, like, I, I'm not going to, he's, it's just not going to happen that he shoots like that. So, uh, you know, add in those points. Like, I can't remember who said it earlier, um, but like add in another 15 points from DeRozan and, you know, that game is completely different. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Sa- Go Bulls.
0: Yeah, same thing, man. I, th- I think Dero has to, has to really play a lot better. Like you said, another 15 points. If he scores 30, man, that's it. It's a fucking Bulls win. Easy, right? Um, the shooting definitely has to be better. Uh, Zach had 18 points, you know, his, his first postseason game. A lot of people forget that. This is his first True. postseason in the NBA. And, you know, he didn't deliver as he has in the, in the regular season. But, again, there was a lot of pressure on these guys throughout this entire game, especially in the first quarter. Like I, I really thought it was going to be a fucking blowout. Um, but um, defense, what like keep for me, like those 21 turnovers that the Bucks had in the first game, keep that up. Keep getting those turnovers from the Bucks because that's going to turn into yeah. points to a lot of points, right? Like even if DeMar has a better shooting night, again, he makes four or five more shots than he did from, you know, mid-range. That, that's a that's a bulls win and, and and if it's because of those turnovers they gotta keep it up that way. So um yeah unless you guys got anything else on the Bulls. That's
2: about it. That's about it. Uh, if, I'm gonna say this. If DeRozan and Levine can both manage to score twenty five points a game this series, I think and Vuchad's twenty, yeah. I think we could win the series if their numbers are at that.
0: Yeah, man, one hundred percent. If they can go 25 plus each again, like they were at the you know the, the start of the regular season. That's going to be great for them in this series. But yeah, uh, this is going to be coming out uh, Wednesday morning. So later tonight, uh, the Bulls will be going game two against the Bucks. I'm going to be watching. I'm going to be in my all red gear like I am right now. This is like a hockey sweater, Bulls jersey type of thing. It's fucking. I'm going to go all out. So um, yeah, that was the sea red segment.
2: righty.
3: I'm staying up. I'll, I'll stay up for this one.
0: <laughs> Jack, Jack's got to take. Jack, Jack's got to drink some coffee or a fucking Red Bull for this one, right? <laughs> it's exhausting watching them sometimes, but yeah, let's hope for a better game too. If they take one in Milwaukee, man, it can change the series for them 100. So, so all right, let's let's go into the crosstown convo. We've got two Cubs fans, two Sox fans, and I kind of want to start off this with. Jake Arrieta pretty much announcing his retirement on part of my take uh, on Monday. Yeah. Uh, what a, what a career as a Cubs fan who was watching all of his starts from like 2014 to 2017. and Like that dude was dominant. It was ridiculous what he did. He was so dominant in 2015 and 2016. Um, let's see here. I, I have some stats in, the, in his 2015 year. When he won the Cy Young Award, he went twenty-two and six with a one-seven-seven ERA. Now, tell me that isn't fucking stupid. Uh, yeah. Like, I, I forget right. Like, I forget who it was that had like a sub-one or a one-two ERA this year.
2: Jacob Dugram might be the best pitcher that ever lived, but moments, Jake here yet. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, man he he was dominant and and you know bar as a Cubs fan I'm sure you were like fuck man like that you were watching that shit and you were like god damn, this is ridiculous.
2: Man, I remember when he uh, when he put, when they, we were like we didn't make it far into the playoffs this year. This was 2015, but we beat the Pirates in the yeah. wild card game. And he Yeah. Pitched. And that was I, I remember he had a, you know I remember that day like it was yesterday. <laughs> Just like the World Series, because it was such a long time since we made the playoffs at that point, too. You know. Yeah,
0: yeah, dude. It was, it was a, it was a ridiculous performance against the Pirates. Is that, is that wild card game? He had a 4-0 complete game shutout, 11, 11 strikeouts, no walks, and that again, man. Like that's when he, that's when you could tell the Cubs were like turning that corner and going to the playoffs every, like, almost every year from then on. You know what I mean? That's when it's like, all right, here we go. Cubs are going to fucking kill it. Jake Arrieta is our fucking ace or John Lester at the time, whatever it was. Um, it's just going to be amazing. And it was after that. But, you know, great career from Jake Arrieta on that. And um, I know Jack really loves Jake Arrieta. Uh, he, he was a Cubs fan at the time. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Again, here you go. Here you go. Just spewing random, random untrue facts. It's just nothing new.
0: Uh, Jack, uh, no, Jack. Jack kind of plays the uh, John Cusack game, where you know whichever Chicago team's good, he's gonna root for. Okay,
3: okay. No, 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 no. Not even letting you go down that fucking road. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, no shot.
0: <laughs> good start. Good uh, good career for Jay Garriott. 148 starts, 314 ARA, and 73 regular season wins. Two no-hitters, a Cy Young, and two of the best postseason starts uh, in 2016, games two and six in Cleveland for the World Series. Both wins. So big ups to him, but um, let's move on. Not
2: but a Chicago legend.
0: Ab- oh, 100%. 100%. Um, let's let's move on. I feel like I've been just talking a, a lot about the Cubs. So let's let's go with uh, Sway and Jack here for the Sox. Uh, so, what do you? How do you guys think the Sox are doing? I haven't really kept up with their record. I know they've, you know, Jack, you put down they've got a lot of injuries so far. But talk a little bit about the Sox.
3: Yeah, going into well, now it's been two days. It will be two days since they've last played, given the fact that the two games in Cleveland have been postponed. Mm-hmm. Um, But Tampa, versus a team that won the AL East, a very competitive division last year, took two out of one. Um, took two out of one versus a, a talented Seattle team that's supposed to be good this year. So, given the fact, of, and like you mentioned, like we'll get into with, with some updates on those guys on the IL and, and who will be coming back and who won't be, Um, uh, you know, they've weathered the storm, especially saying, you know, Vince Velasquez has pitched two outings. He won one of them, he lost one of them. Mm-hmm. It's one of our three losses. You know, mm-hmm. I, I can live with it. I can live with it. So, Sway, so I, I don't know. I'll I, I no, let you I, I tail you. off like, on that.
1: We've been beating, like, we haven't been sweeping teams, but, I shit, best out of fucking three winning two games, shit, I'll take it, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, against the Mariners, we're fucking tagging the fuck out of Robbie Ray. Robbie Ray, what, saw on only winner last year? You know what I'm saying? The Rays won two games. I agree with them too. I I like it, man. Even though injuries and shit like that too, but we're still. Washington's still doing good, bro. And I just can't wait for Bollock to come
3: back. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Get get back in rotation, and that's about it, man. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for it.
3: Yeah, a little, uh, little update on those guys. What I was seeing, um, we could see Pollock back in the lineup as soon as Friday. I think he was he was down in Arizona playing a, a simulated game that actually Giolito was pitching in, who um, is now being talked about uh, rejoining the club on Sunday, which would be pretty exciting to have him back. Um, in terms of Lance Lynn... He is ahead of schedule after surgery. He kind of had this to say. I'm ahead of schedule, but we'll see how that goes. Because there's still a lot of work left to do. We've got some time till I get on the mound. Everything's going right, good right now. We just need to make sure we stay on that pace. So, um, you know, hopefully we'll see the bad motherfucker back on the mound here yeah. um, here soon. Um, on a more depressing note, there's really no timetable for Yon Mancada right now. He's dealing with that oblique strain, uh, I think, on the right side. So... Um, something that's been kind of bothering a lot of people in the in the MLB. So, um, you know, you kind of hope to see him return and, and get the lineup healthy. But Jake Berger and uh, Josh Harrison, who have kind of been platooning at third, have, have definitely held, uh, held saying, their man, ground, Berger, um, filling in Jake for, for Makoto. Yeah, he's been good. Yeah, big homer. Um, I had Rick <laughs> post a nice little hamburger emoji the other night when, uh, when he went deep. <laughs> Uh, so big Big Burger fans on this podcast for sure um, and other exciting news when they signed uh, Cueto to that one year deal he's been pitching in Arizona he looks to be heading to the A club in Charlotte uh, where he'll pitch a few games before joining the Sox um, so healthy soon healthy soon <laughs> C- continue to weather the storm um, you know like we said big wins against um, competitive ball clubs uh, I think People have, are starting to take Detroit a little bit more serious in this division. Uh, they looked good against us. Uh, they gave us some trouble, definitely, in, on opening day. And, um, you know, hopefully, you know, the Sox can run away with it like they did last year. But uh, with a healthier and, and stronger division, I, I would say it could be a little bit more competitive. But. Uh, I still think those, you know, the, the little little sister or brother on the, the north side is is still a little smaller than us on, on the south side <laughs> at this point in the, in the year. So, Oh, man. Oh, man. What and, and John Cusack is not welcome on the
2: podcast. How about Seiya Suzuki? NL player.
0: Yeah,
2: bro. Yeah. He's Let's, got, he, I
0: think he's got three
2: homers already. I'm not he's, got,
0: he's got four homers to be, four. I'm not, to oh be my. exact, bro. <laughs> I, was, I was like, who the
1: fuck is this guy? I was down to him. I didn't know who the fuck he was. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate
2: he's an ex-Utani and shit, but he's kind of short. I'm not lying, whisper. Look, that play absolutely. he doesn't chase bad pitches, he hits the mm-hmm. ball hard, he's con- he can hit for contact for power, man, this is... Um, this is crazy bro like the I guess some of the talent that um we're going to see come out of Japan in the next coming years yeah. might be might be really like that awesome guy. you know like they're going to be like really great players I think that are going to come out of
3: yeah, some dude just pitched like 17 perfect innings think- including a perfect game 20 what so the, the fuck the- I don't yeah. I
2: his name Damn. Yeah, I can't yeah.
3: remember his name either, but he has been going off yeah some of these guys coming in the league are going to be huge but I don't want you to overshadow our boy Lou Bob uh, <laughs> Luis Robert, who, who looked good for the first two series. He, he was a little slow in uh, versus Tampa, but um, I think he's got three knocks and defensively looks great and is a stud. So uh, don't forget about the other superstars that are on the south
2: side. <laughs> Just saying. How do you see this? Where do you see it like a landing this season? You know, in the standings, then in the central?
0: Um. So. It's kind of crazy, right? Like we we had that first series against the the uh, the Brewers. Uh, we did really well against them. We lost only one, and we had one postponed. I really thought, like like back when we were doing kind of our opening day predictions, I thought they're going to lose. I, I honestly was like, yep, they're going to lose the home opener. Like the Cubs are, you know what it is. But dude, like with with Saya Suzuki in the lineup, with uh, Ian Happ playing as you know as, as good as he has, Frank Schwindel still hitting homers, uh-huh. Wilson Contreras still hitting homers. Like, it's starting to look pretty good. You know, you, you have Drew Smiley, who I was making fun of, you know, before when we got him, pitching really well. You had uh, Justin Steele, who, you know, in this game against Tampa gave up four runs. We'll, we'll, we'll dismiss that for now. But still pitching really well, you know. And then, and then, of course, you got Hendricks as your as your ace. I think, you know, with with all these kind of things going on, I can see them playing for a wild card. I'm not going to go overboard and say they're going to win the center by any means. I can see them play for a wild card, you know. And it's only been 10 games in, you know. They're 6 and 4 right now. Um especially with Seiya doing the things he's done. Um he's I mean 4.29 average, 4 home runs, 11 RBIs. He's got like a he's he's got a 1.493 on base plus slugging. L- like that's fucking ridiculous for a guy who just came overseas from Japan started in the MLB like brand fucking new. He's basically just been like, Yeah man, this is baseball. I'd play baseball and this is what it is. For real, man. <laughs> so but yeah, I, I, I could see them play for a wild card spot. Uh maybe second second in, in the central. I think uh, the Cardinals are actually are yeah. doing all right. I'm kinda of scared to play them. Uh we've seen what the Brewers have. We've taken their two best pitchers to kinda of, you know to fucking town with our hitting and again another thing that's surprising to me is the Cubs hitting. They've got like I think uh as a whole they've got uh their first and on base percentage, second in average, uh, and second in hits this year after several, several years, you know, of them just like sucking at at bats. I'm not sure what you think, uh Bart, but like I, I think, think they could play for a I think they could play for a wild card spot.
2: Man, I think I I hope so. I see his landing kind of like in the eighty to eighty range, 80, you know, like in the yeah. pool somewhere. But hopefully, hopefully we can get to ninety wins or something like that, you know. And mm-hmm. with the lineup looking like it has looked so far, I mean, it's been looking very promising to say the least, you know. With yeah. Luke, you're kind of controlling that lineup too, like, and you know, I think batters are going to learn a lot from them. Just you know, the patience is going to carry. It's gonna, it's gonna buy. It's gonna, like. Carry off from him to the other hitters in the lineup, you know. Like, mm-hmm.
1: uh,
2: I think he'll be a good influence on our, on our lineup for sure. And I don't know. I think I'm worried a little about our pitching. I'm not gonna of, lie, it, though. You know,
0: uh, I mean, true. And
1: the Cubs, I can see, I can see the Cubs. You know, fighting for second or for that walk-off spot. Because let's think about it: the Cardinals. You know, they're yeah. hot. They're a good team, but the fucking Brewers—they're beatable. Like, they're they're real beatable. So, it's only yeah. those
2: three teams, the Cubs, Cardinals, oh, and the yeah. that division. Really, so, I can see it. I can see it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it, the Pirates it.
0: always figure out a way to stink. I don't know how. They... <laughs> 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 I was... I was gonna say the same thing. I was like, the Pirates have never been in cont- other than 2015 in that game with Arietta, Like, they've never been in the conversation.
2: Like, they're just so irrelevant. And I don't know if <laughs> what goes on with their management, but they should be looked into because they don't use their money on the players. <laughs> no, dude.
0: <laughs> I remember. I remember a long time ago. I was like, I was thinking to myself. I was like, yeah, the Cubs. You know, this is way before like 2015 and all that shit, right? I was like, man, it sucks to be a Cubs fan, you know, not winning for 100 plus years, but to be a Pirates fan, I, I, that fucking blows, bro. Like, they, at least the Cubs, at least the Cubs have been to the playoffs, like, a few times. Well The Pirates just suck. They suck dick, dude.
2: Yeah, and the only name they really have to them is, like, Clemente. Shout out to high school. Dukowski. yeah <laughs> and it's like and like McCutcheon, I guess he came but like key okay, they yeah, have exactly. drafted good players they just trade them away they really do yeah like I'm um, that I'm thinking about it they drafted chris Archer didn't they yeah so sort
0: of, no, no, no the chris Archer came from uh the Cubs actually yeah' I'm thinking of that
2: they draft. well they do draft a lot of good players I feel like they just ship them away too early. for sure I mean I yeah, think
0: Garrett sure. Cole was one of the guys that they had drafted and yeah. like, you know he's He's on, yeah, he's on the fucking Yankees now, you know, you know, being, being Garrett Cole. So, um, yeah, man, I struggling, it's struggling. Yeah, for sure. It's like all of a sudden you shave the beard and all of a sudden you suck, right? Like, <laughs> but I could definitely see the Cubs, you know, going for that wild card spot. Uh, and like you said, the Brewers are beatable for sure. The Cardinals are pretty good. Like Sway said, um, and I, it, it could be just, it has to be one of those three teams that wins it obviously. Right. Um, and I just don't know if the Cubs have it. Like you said, Bart said, like the pitching is worrying. Yeah, man, it is. Like, like you have right now Hendricks, who is who can't reach, you know, past 93 miles per hour on any pitch, leading with strikeouts right now. You, you guys, you we have a couple of good guys at the back end of the rotation who are being effective. Drew Smiley, you know, an older guy that we used to have, um, is doing pretty well. Uh, Steele did pretty well as well. And then we still have Wade Miley kind of waiting there, you know, on the IL, waiting to come back to make his debut, and and that's kind of exciting. But I feel like when Wade Miley comes back, he's going to solidify that. And 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 Albert Alzale, he was a guy that he was supposed to come into this season, he was supposed to do a little bit better, and um, got hurt over the off season, so he's not going to come in. So we have like a pretty good amount of uh, of pitchers that can make. A huge impact when they come on from 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 being injured, and our bull, bullpen seems pretty good. That's actually one question I was going to ask you. Ross said um, a week ago, you know, the opening day week, where he was going to kind of do like a uh, committee closer. David Robertson has done has has been four for four on save so far. He's pretty much it's almost like okay, he's he's solid, right? Like Jack knows him from the Sox. He was on the Yankees, so he did really well on there. Do you do you think? Robertson keeps that role, or uh, do, do you think it's still going to be a committee thing?
2: I think with four saves so far, you got to you know try to at least keep him in that spot until things go. Out. I mean, you know, hopefully he just keeps keeps it going. Mm-hmm. I think, I think, yeah, I think, I think, yeah, just David, just name him the closer, and after four saves already, what we're only what? How many games into the season? Ten. Ten
0: games. Yeah. He's playing eleven right now. That's
2: forty percent of the games you save. That's some pace to be like forty something saved, so
0: that'd be great. Yeah, I mean that it'd, it'd be nice to have a nice closer there. At that, you know, that's that's a solid guy. Yeah, um, like,
2: we let go of Kimbra, and I it felt like we did at the right time because man, on oh, <laughs> he just think up y'all bullpen, man. I'm just, <laughs> he's hey, I'm
1: exactly, I don't exactly. know
2: what happened to him.
1: <laughs> do you think it's worth it that we gave away Kimball? Like, like do you think, like, you think that, that was the right move? To give him, him like, away or to
3: team? make the... Uh, uh, um, yes, yeah. Uh, you know, I think that you could complain about the age of Pollock, that he's a little bit older. Uh, you saw, um uh, I can't remember who the hell it was who was dealt... um Post that, but um, oh, it was Austin Meadows who is the Delta Detroit. Um, like that's a guy who I would have thought um, you would have preferred, but you know Tampa didn't need a closer. Uh, the Sox are able to shed the payroll, which was huge, uh, knowing how cheap Reinsdorf is and how <laughs> um, how cheap the Sox are just in general. Uh, Kimbrel's also been a guy who's been outspoken about the fact that he doesn't like the eighth. Um, He's pretty stubborn about that fact. We saw it with his production.
2: Yeah.
3: Um, And Hendricks is our guy in the ninth. Do I think he could have considered maybe trading Hendricks for Kimbrell and putting Kimbrell in the closing role? Uh, From the looks of how Hendricks has looked in the beginning of the season, a lot of people will say yes. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, Liam's the younger arm and uh, the stronger arm in general. So. Um, no, I, I Pollock. It's unfortunate he got hurt. He was going on paternity leave, anyways, so he was going to miss some time because uh, he was having a kid. Um, so, but I think I think in in the long run, if Pollock stays healthy, um, it's it's going to be a good. Uh, it will look out to be a good trade. You know, LA is a great team. So if it, you know they go and win the World Series, it's the first thing right. people are going to say. Oh, you lost a trade because Kimbrel went and won the World Series. Yeah. Um, but I just don't. I, you can't look at it that He's, way. Yeah. You look at what makes your, your your ball club better that day, and I, I think he will. You know, it's a guy who's an everyday right fielder, yep. and there's no way of looking around it. You know, having a guy like Andrew Vaughn, who's a great hitter and a great infielder, fielder <laughs> and Gavin Sheets, uh, and, you know, obviously Laurie the Legend's a beaut, but uh, you saw it in the Astros series in the playoffs. You know, they were hitting the ball over him, and... He's a great infielder and, and a multi-talented position guy, but when it comes down to it, he's not really able to make that big, big catch. I, I have that same fear with Eloy and left, but yeah. uh, oh, yeah. you know I, I, we'll deal with it as, as we go. But uh, no, I, I'm confident that Pollock will help the ball club, and and in the long run, it's going to be a good trade. Just um, you know, you just got to look at it with as a, you got to look at it in a clear way. Obviously, right, you're yeah. going to have those those fans and, and people that that say differently. Um, and I would I would turn it around and say, like, you know, I have my opinion about it, and I'm interested in what yours is and, and what, you know, and I'm sure the Cubs fans have their opinion, as as Bart was bringing up, of, of you know, Kimbrel's performance as a sock. <laughs> but at the time, like, when they traded, you know, Magical and, and you know, Hoyer, who is now hurt, but Magical, who was hurt at the time, and it looks good mm-hmm. in a Cubs uniform so far. Yeah. um You know, do you felt like that was worth it. So uh, I'm, I'm interested mean, to see what your point was on, like, what your thought would be on that.
1: Magical shit. I'm not going to lie. It's, we shot ourselves in the foot with that shit a little bit. Because, like, who's our second baseman now? I mean, you know what I'm saying? But, nah, man. I, I think we're fine, bro. Mm-hmm. I think that was a good trade regardless. Like, for real, let <laughs> like, like, I, Like, everything you said, I agree with you. Exactly. You know, just a lot of fucking, not, not you guys, Brick and Barb, but there's a lot of fucking Cubs fans out there who's like, oh, Kimmel this and Kimmel that and why the fuck Sartre to Pete the Purple. Like, shut the fuck up. Come on, man.
0: Like, <laughs> Sway Sway wants to fight, bro. Sway wants to fight right bro. now. I
1: don't know it just pisses me off how I was always talk about that <laughs> shit. Like we don't need
2: them. We got head Man, yeah, I I, I, I I agree with Juice. Actually, like um, like y'all y'all didn't need him, but man, LA is nah, who's gonna, gonna stop the Dodgers? Is my like. You know the Sox. The Sox have a powerful offense. Like they're up. They're almost up there. But the Dodgers, man, they just and the Yankees too. Like I feel like <laughs> it's going to be them too for some reason. They just as long as they-
3: we'll see. We'll see. I think uh, I, I I understand that and I agree with that. You know, LA is definitely going to be scary out there in the West. I, um, it'll be interesting. You know, I, no one thought really Atlanta would go in, especially losing Acuna last year and mm-hmm. and take the crown. Uh, and knowing that the bullpen and, and the, the rotation is just going to get healthier as we go throughout the year, I just, I feel confident, you know, we're seeing great numbers already from the ro- yeah. rotation with, with, you know, Dylan Cease as your number one starter. So I'm confident in that. Uh, and the one point I just wanted to make about the Kimbo trade is if, in Sway, I felt, I feel like you'll probably feel like it was a, the first sign in a long time that the Sox went out there and made a big move for a big name mm-hmm. that was trying to improve the team in that, you know, playoff run. So um you know to the, those cubs fans that are out there and you know I, they're just not part of they're not they're not worth my time in that sense of, of 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 that argument so but you know it's exciting i think you know if the cubs can make the playoffs like you said and and, and I, I truly do believe they'll, they'll compete for that second if not first position in the division um who wouldn't want two competitive teams and in, in chicago and yeah you know, they all everyone talks about new york and the mets and and the Yankees and you know why can't Chicago be that competitive I think we will be and um it'll be exciting you know I think Rick and I have have talked about it and hopefully he's in Chicago for when uh, uh the Crosstown Classic uh um happens and hopefully you boys will want to join us and, and
1: yeah. uh, we'll keep things as
3: civil as we can for, for nine <laughs> innings of baseball <laughs>
0: Man, uh, man, man,
2: I would, would like you said right now, dude, I would imagine just seeing a Cubs-Sox World Series, so. Man. There might be a put in place after (laughs) that.
0: (laughs) 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 That would be ridiculous. Like, I was thinking about that. I was like, uh, if me and Jack, you know, go to, like, a Cubs-Sox game, I feel like. If some, some shit just happens, like, maybe the Cubs go off or the Sox go off, or he's just going to be like, shut the fuck up, stop cheering, I don't fucking want to hear it. You know what I mean? Like, it would it would probably get to that. But a World Series, I can't even I, – I could not sit next to Jack, and Jack could not sit next to me for that. We would be no, We'll get a beer in between innings. We'll get a
3: beer in between innings. Yeah, in yeah, in yeah. In yeah. In yeah,
0: yeah, that's true. That's true. We can't be as annoying to each other during the game. <laughs> but um, – yeah, man, and then just to one more to touch on the like the the AJ Pollock thing. You guys needed an outfielder, really, and that's kind of what what really was the the need, really, at the end of the day for the Sox. You guys needed an outfielder. You, you went out and got him. You know, the, like you said, J- Jerry Reinsdorf, cheap as fuck. He's you know it's he's gonna heart. get something. It's gonna it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna be something. <laughs> what was that?
2: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why my computer does that.
0: <laughs> it's, it's, it is nine o'clock in Chicago right now. <laughs> but um, what did what did you guys think about uh, Sway and Jack uh, about adding Johnny Cueto to the to the, to the uh, rotation? Do you think that's going to be like I don't know for us? I guess like a Wade Miley type of like um, um, uh, production wise. So, yeah. Like, is it going to make that much of an Correct,
1: impact? He I'm won the real Series for the Royals, right
0: or The no? Royals, yeah.
3: With who? The Royals? You yeah.
0: said? Okay, okay. Giants, I thought.
2: I
3: mean, mm. thought it was with the Giants. Yeah. Royals. Yeah,
1: he was the World I mean, Series. Right? He's a Royal True. You know, a <laughs> picture of the World Series. Does he still have it? I was watching a few games last year when he was with the Giants. Um, he cost me money, that motherfucker, but. Uh, I mean. Mm-hmm. Man, I mean, <laughs> games though. Like, some games who look good. Some games, like, man, it was just fucking teams that would just hit the shit out of them. But I like it, man. I mean, we try to make more moves in the fucking rotation. That's what we need. You know, losing Rodan. But I, I like it, man. I, I, mm-hmm. like it. I think it'll prove for us a little bit. Nothing crazy. Like, oh, wow, we're going to prove
3: fucking crazy. But little,
1: little yeah. sway. For the world, okay?
3: Yeah. First off, I think we owe an apology to Sox. Yeah. I think he was correct about oh, the Royals? City. Man, it was the Royals.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so
3: you were right about that. Oh, nice. Uh, so yeah, we should go shoot ourselves. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's a guy who's going to give you innings. He, he's going to let up a run or two per outing, or you know, every other outing. Mm-hmm. And it's just a guy we need to eat innings, and you know, as we saw last year, and. Uh, you know, guys started to get hurt. And as we've seen this year with the short spring training, we just need people to eat up innings. And, uh, you know, if he's still on the roster by August and September, great. Otherwise, you know, I think they, they gave him about $4 million in incentives to get healthy and get healthy quickly and, and get ready. So, um, you know, it, it's going to be – he'll be a decent filler for, uh, you know, Lynn for, for the time being. Obviously, he's not of, of the ability or – not of the ability, but of the same um, – talent right now is I guess what I'd say but um, a guy who's going to eat innings and that will be important for us.
0: Sweet. All right. And then I forgot to mention this during the C-Red segment. I know you guys wanted to talk about it real quick. Let's go around. Let's go around table here. Who do we have in the NBA Finals? I'll start off with Sway and why. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> I'm good
2: I'm man. Good. 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 Hey,
0: Cubs fans, got to stick together, bro. Uh, <laughs> you know, oh, yeah,
1: <laughs> I like it. Um, we see game two. Hey,
0: you know, Kirby, okay, okay.
1: Even though he have the uh, minute restriction or whatever the fuck he was going through, he did a little injury like a few like few weeks ago. Whatever, he still looked good. Uh, the whole team is healthy now. Jordan Pool's fucking lights out. I mean, mm-hmm. the key players were Draymond and Steph Curry for that team, you know what I'm saying? And like I said, they're all healthy. I can see them making a deep run. They got the yeah. experience too compared to the Suns and the, the Grizzlies and the, the Mavericks, other mm-hmm. teams in the West. I feel like the only team that probably going to give them the competition is the Suns, but I think Warriors can pull through go to the finals. And for the Bucks, defending champs, Yeah. I, I don't see, man, probably the Heat. Could probably give them trouble in the East, first the Bucks, but defending champs, man, and their bench is pretty solid. Mm-hmm. I'm not too sure if fucking um Ibaka is injured or not, but yeah, but their bench is pretty deep, and I, I really like the Bucks. So I
0: got. Uh, am not sure
1: either. All
0: right, Bart, what you got, man?
1: Man,
2: all right, I'm. I'm siding with Sway, not only with the Warriors, only with the Warriors, man. And out of the Eastern Conference, yeah. I got to go with, I think, the 76ers.
0: Yeah. Oh, shit. All right. All right.
2: 76ers. Yeah.
0: Throwing in so beat in there, huh?
2: I just said, but it's tough for me to throw <laughs> out the Eastern Conference. I definitely have the Warriors.
4: Man, it's yeah,
2: – I don't, don't want to steal Sway's pick is all I have. <laughs> but <laughs> – <clears throat> man, uh, but like it's gonna be real tough to you know the the it's that's tough man that's a tough question but yeah. definitely the Warriors and man yeah the seventy sixes man man Embiid and Harden come on this that should that should be <laughs> clockwork you know
0: true <laughs> true all right Jack what are you thinking <laughs>
3: <laughs> um. Uh, i i I agree with the warriors um and i agree with the bucks (laughs) to be nice all right i don't see i don't see people being able to like we talked about earlier i don't see people being able to uh um stop Giannis, and i think the size and, and his ability to score it's just creates um holes for his other teammates in that that team so i i just think milwaukee's gonna run through the east uh um, beating Philadelphia in the actually no Boston in the Eastern Conference mm-hmm. Finals. Mm-hmm. Boston's going to knock out um, the Nets and then they're going to knock out Philly if they if that's the path that runs. But um, and the Warriors they just look scary. I don't what's been going on. Is Clay healthy and and doing his thing? Uh, you know I, I know I honestly haven't heard much from about him since his return. Right. They, yeah, I don't know if he's been average. I don't know if he's been good.
2: So. I just know that Curry scored 34 in 22 minutes. And <laughs> <broke that up. laughs>
0: Jordan Poole, too, bro. He was yeah. going off. Jordan
2: Poole, 12 for 17 shooting. <clears throat> like, yeah, like, he, they, they had a yeah. I don't know how. The Nuggets just look outmatched, don't they, in that series? I'm surprised. Mm-hmm. Like, the, Who you got, I'm right? surprised that they're getting beat this bad.
0: All right. I'm, I'm gonna go a little crazy here for y'all, all right? I think, honestly, out of the East, I'm gonna I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a fucking wild card here. Go with Celtics. They've been playing really good defense. Um, the the Bucks just game one with the Bulls. I, I mean, we're gonna I, I'm gonna exaggerate here, right? I'm gonna go crazy with game ones, right? But but against the Bulls, as far as like defense wise, like the Bulls aren't there defensively. The Celtics have had one of the best runs here in the later in the regular season, as far as defense. Um, so they I, I feel like with, with the Bucks struggling with the bulls in game one, and if it continues throughout the series, the bo- uh, Boston in the next round is going to take them. Um, and I just, I, I feel like Embiid and Harden. Yeah, for sure. They make a great duo. Uh, I don't know if they can beat a pretty well-established and, uh, and already kind of like really good Miami heat team. Um, so it's going to be, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to go heat and then, and then, uh, and then Boston, Boston's going to win, go to the finals. As far as like the West, I think the Phoenix Suns come out of it again. Uh, and you know, it's going to be Boston Celtics Phoenix, dude. I, I think the Suns are really well, good. Facts. They're just, yeah. they're too good, man. Like nobody was talking about the Suns four or five years ago, right? Like they ha- they had Booker. He, he came in and I was like, Oh man, this guy's going to do really well. And look, you know, finals last year, on number one seed this year I think it's going to go uh, Suns and Celtics For the finals this year
2: I think it all started The Suns You know The Suns buzz Was yeah, uh, right. when uh, COVID started And they went crazy And uh, Yeah um,
0: Yeah Yeah
2: That's when it, That's when the Suns And then they got Chris Paul And it was just mm-hmm. Yeah That's, that's going to be I, Those two teams Are definitely going to see each other I think they're definitely Going to see each other In the Western Conference finals
0: Absolutely dude yeah, I, I'm I'm calling now. I'm going I'm going a little off the off the uh, the road here with with Celtics and Suns, but it, I I feel like that'll be a good matchup, and I think it's just going to be a great playoffs regardless. A lot of really good teams, a lot of nice wild cards in there. John Morant's been nothing but good for the postseason as well.
2: I, I want to ask y'all just about that series, just about that series. Who y'all have uh, the Wolves or the Grizzlies?
0: Uh, man. Two teams that I get confused so often. Um, I'm gonna go. <laughs> I I think. Uh, oh, man, I like I John Moran and the and, and the Grizz. I, I like them. I like them coming out of that that series.
3: I think they're up twenty at half right now.
0: They are up twenty right now.
3: Yeah, I think at half.
0: Holy shit! Well,
3: they, yeah. But hey, Minnesota stole the game one.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true.
2: In Memphis, yeah.
3: yeah Boston's building was wild. You see the Kyrie stuff. I think he got Dude, fined like. That, I think He was fifty k for the, the yeah. middle I, members to the I, I, knew, I knew
2: it was going to be fifty k. I called it. Um, <laughs> I knew it was going to be fifty k. He sh- he did too- He 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 showed too many f bombs. He threw too many f bombs. And he and
0: he and with the suck my. Like, I don't want to. Like what? <laughs> What's up?
2: We hit somebody with the suck my, uh, you know. Oh yeah, Yeah. (laughs) yeah, he
0: did. Yeah, he fucking did. That was hilarious. I mean, that's. I think that's great. You know, his 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 press conference was like, hey man, if 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 we're the ones that are supposed to be all good and like whatever this and that, and the fans are gonna get to be like that. Fuck that. It's the playoffs. That's the atmosphere, and I love it, man. I love when players do that shit. I think it's hilarious because I'm over here as a fan, too, calling him a fucking cocksucker or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I love it, dude. I want him to ball. give it back to me, too. Like, let's just go back and forth. You know what I mean?
2: Dude, that Celtics finish, Jason Tatum's reverse layup had me... Start. Oh, that was beautiful. I, I, I posted, like, Lil B's Fuck KD song on my story. And Because I, <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I want the Celtics to just get the nuts out of there. I like, Well, I...
3: In that in that play, I don't know if you guys have watched it, and if if you haven't, go back and watch it. Go watch KD on that play.
0: He okay. wasn't doing shit, man. He was standing around. No, he was ball. he
3: was the guy guarding Tatum. Yeah, they had they had you know say this is like the three point line. KD's just like oh whoopie, we'll yeah, yeah. Watches Tatum go sprint to the you know the baseline, yeah. gets the ball and scores, and you know Durant's sitting at the free throw line. Like, wow, you know he,
0: like an so idiot. So go
3: watch it. Go watch the video. Definitely go take a look. Watch where Durant is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw a nice little um you know instagram live or you know what i mean yeah. instagram reel or whatever the hell they call he, it these
0: days he literally ran behind KD's back to the, to the baseline got the ball in front of him Yeah, just stood there yeah. i don't
3: know if he just didn't see him but like in that heart of the moment you know being uh it, it, and it happens you know he's still probably the best you know one of the best players if not the best player in the world i don't, yeah. you know, I don't know who wins that debate at this point but um you know it, it's a tough tough
0: yeah, he, he pulled a he pulled a hard in. I don't I don't get paid to play defense on that one. <laughs> oh my Oh shit. All right. I've got something for you. All right, moving on to Bears breakdown. Uh it's been kind of a quiet off season for the Bears in the last week, two weeks or so, but one of the uh the biggest things kinda of that happened recently was fields. Uh, Just kind of saying, you know, I'm ready to take over the offense. Uh, It feels good to have the mindset. It's a different mindset than last year. I'm ready for the role. Uh, He was saying that it'd be easier if it was the same offense as last year, just to kind of grow on that offense. But it's going to be different with Iberflus, with Luke Getzi And he's just kind of ready to kind of take that role. Are you you guys kind of like, after the, the season he had last year, right? Seven touchdowns, 10 interceptions. I think maybe like 2,000 yards passing. Do you guys think um, – I'll, I'll hand it off to Sway here first, but what do you think about Justin Fields kind of coming into year two as the actual starting quarterback? Now, like, like named starting quarterback. Uh, what do you think about his, like, progression and what, what he's going to do in year two?
1: I think he's going to do good, man. Like, what, he was one of the fucking second best quarterback in the draft, you know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. Now with the new coaching and shit, and even the fucking – you know, the whole damn fucking staff, they want to build around this Fields because they know he has some fucking potential to be a top quarterback in the league. So I think he's a big be good, yeah. man. Uh, he might have some stuff to, like, you know, like, he has a growth from and experience for a little bit, but year two, I think he'll be fine, man, honestly. He won't be like, oh, damn, Mr. the shit, or horrible, but probably <laughs> average, a little above average, probably,
0: yeah, I, I was kind of thinking the same thing, you know, with Luke Getze in the building, and and as in e, although Iberflus is a defensive minded coach, right? Like I think Iberflus is going to be like, yo, I know where I stand. Uh, Getze, take the reins and and teach this fucking guy, right? Like I think with he also has a new and improved offensive line, right? Which we'll get we'll get into here in a bit, but I think with that offensive line with a new system going into the off season. Um, with Mooney still there, you know his guy really right—the guy he really depended on last year. Uh, it's it's even though he says it's going to be different, I feel like there's still going to be some things that like he's going to be very comfortable with. Um, so I think he's going to do a lot better. I think his touchdown interception ratio will actually be in the positive yeah. um, this time around, and he's going to use his like more and more RPOs and things like that. But uh, Bar, what do you what are you expecting kind of out of uh, out of him in year two? You
2: know what? I honestly believe that. Mitch wasn't that bad. And I think Nagy is a confidence killer. Yeah. Um, You know, at that position, you can't do that to somebody so young. You got to learn. You got to develop them. You know, and it's going to depend a lot on Matt Iberflus and him to have a great relationship, to get on the same Mm -hmm. page. And, you know, like, they need it. You know, like, I think Justin Fields will have a good season at the end of the day. I see, like... Um, not Jalen Hurts, but, man, I, I see him wrestling for, like, five touchdowns and maybe throwing for 20 to 25.
0: Okay. And, yeah. And exceptions, I was,
2: exceptions probably, you know, around the 15 range. That's still something he's going to have to clean up as he, as he progresses and he develops. But I think we can see some spectacular plays from him, like we saw from Russell Wilson when he was younger. And, you know, like. He showed Ohio State. He's got the arm to throw, you Mm -hmm. know, fifty yards downfield, sixty yards downfield. He's, you know, he's got the legs to scramble out the pocket and extend play. He's got the tools. He just needs a relationship with a coach to, you know, develop that.
0: Yeah, exactly. And and I was kind of I was kind of expecting that same thing too. Again, like the touchdown interception ratio should be in the positive. Um. But, uh, Jack, what, what, are you, what are you thinking?
3: Uh, you know, I, I know people have talked about it, and I've seen it on Twitter that, you know, how many years we get to give Fields and how many years we give, you know, um, Trubisky. Trubisky. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as I'm concerned, you know, yes, last year was his rookie year, but given a new offense, new system, a new everything, basically, I, yeah. I, I kind of want to look at this as year one for him. Um, yeah. And. Okay. You know, as we saw the teardown of the defense, and the, you know, yes, Green Bay lost some some studs, and you know, I think it's still probably Green Bay's div- division, but you know, all four or five teams or whatever it is should be competitive. So it'll be a good good division in that mm-hmm. sense. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it, it, it's the right direction. It's 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 refreshing, and I, I can't remember. I think Bart said it like um, earlier. You know, it, it's the first time you know we've had the. The Trestmans, We've had John Fox. We've had you know um, Nagy, Matt Nagy. Yeah. You know, Lovie Smith. Lovie Smith took us to a Super Bowl and was probably fired um, way before he should have been. Yeah. and, and uh, you know, honestly, I think what he was fired on like a ten and ten and six, um, ten and six season or whatever it was. So, but you know, it's the first time we we can kind of hit the reset button as Bears fans in our lifetimes. You know, boys, yeah. it's, it's uh, you know it, it's felt that way and. You know, as a big market city, you want to see these teams compete. You, you've seen the, you know, the AFC West go and, and do what they've done. And it kind of drives me nuts that, you know, as as big as a city as we are, we we should be competing in the playoffs every year. You know, we need to have these standards. So hopefully Iberflus will set that. Hopefully Pace, uh, who threw out the first pitch at the Sox game, so officially declared a Sox fan. <laughs> uh, you know, hopefully they can turn the page and, and right the ship and, you know, bring uh, – the monsters of the midway back to back to Chicago. Yeah, man, that'd be
1: lost. The monster,
2: though, I I don't know what we lost. The yeah, back. old Mac. Do you guys think that was? Think... I think we could have gotten more for him. I thought it was the wrong move to give him away, but I just don't.
3: Oh, they got rid of the money. That, that, yes, yeah. that's, that's what you know. The big thing about it is you know, thing. they had restructured that contract to be you know kind of heavy towards the last mm-hmm. few years of it. And what it opened up is, it gave you know them the opportunity to have, you know, the highest cap or, or space or whatever it is in the league. And you know, yes, they could have traded the pieces and went after you know Russell Wilson, or they could have, you know. But they're just building, building, building. Uh, you know, I think they're going to you know be receiver heavy in this draft. You know, I don't yeah. expect the yeah. defense to be good next year. I think we can all agree on that. Oh yeah. Um, but we can finally hope for an exciting offense, which I know. Uh, we haven't seen since probably 2011 when Cutler took him to the NFC Championship mm-hmm. or whatever year that was. So um, I I'm just know. I'm turning the page. I'm showing optimism is what is where I'm at on it.
2: I don't expect,
3: uh, and I think Mac was part of that. Unfortunately, yeah. So,
2: like, uh, I don't expect a bottom. Uh, I expect like a 16 ranked defense this year Cause we got Eberflus. We turned mm-hmm. it all around for the Colts his first year there. Yeah. So I think he'll keep that defensive mindset there and have an ability to hopefully progress with
3: Justin Fields well and you know they're going to they've committed to or at least they, they haven't necessarily committed to it yet but they've created the room to commit to someone like Roquan Smith who is your future of the defense and and yeah you had Robert Quinn who I know we've talked about in our, our podcast a lot is is his future in, mm-hmm. of, of with the Bears is he, is he going to be around for opening uh, you know opening weekend or or is he going to be somewhere else yeah uh, and you know, yes, I, I think if that's it's what it, we feel, and you know, if we can find a, a you know a stud quarterback in the late or corner in the late rounds that boosts our, our corner room, you know, there's no reason this team can't be a 16th ranked defense. I just the the secondary scares the hell out of me. I think you know, all respect to Eddie Jackson, but I think he's regressed significantly Garbage. since um, the 2018 season. So it's just it's it's concerning in that sense. So I, I just. I also can't stand, uh, you know, I think we came into last year hoping, uh, you know, Fields and, and Dalton would be our savior. And, I, you know, I, I would sidebar ask what your guys' predictions and expectations were, like, you know, eight and nine or whatever the hell it would be, like, you know, 500 or expected to where they ended up. You know, I, I think as Bears fans, we always hope to, you know, make the playoffs, but... I'm trying not <laughs> to have my heart crushed.
2: Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not going into the season with high expectations. But, I mean, you know, we, um, I like, I think we're going to be like oh, yeah. six and eleven or something,
0: you know. Mm. That's good. Yeah, yeah, and I would, I would agree with Bart too. Like, I, I would expect middle of the pack type of defense, right? Like anywhere between that, like thirteen and like eighteen. Yeah. Defense range, you know. I would, I would say that with Ibraflus, it's going to take some time. You know, you still have Roquan Smith. Basically, the anchor of that defense, and then um, with uh, with uh, God, what's his name? The end, the, the defensive end. We, we have oh. he just oh. broke the sack record <laughs> last year. Quinn, 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 Quinn. Yeah, <laughs> I'm mute, yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was like, Jack, say it, uh, Quinn. You know, I, I think with him, um, I think in the middle of the year towards, like, the trade deadline, I think he's out. I think they trade him for something. Um, and I think they kind of just let Roquan and whoever else the young guys are kind of take over at that point. But, um, yeah, I, I don't expect a crazy season either. Like, I spe- I expect a, uh, a building type of season, something that it's like, okay, we're trying this, th- this offense now, okay, this works, this doesn't, let's throw this out, let's put this in, let's, let's make Mooney our fucking – our, our, our wide receiver one that goes for that 80-yard touchdown, right? And and these other guys, Equinemius St. Brown, you know, make make them our slot or something like that. Um, and then as far as the draft, you know, it's a wide receiver heavy draft. Yes. So I don't, you know, I said earlier I had predicted that the Bears might trade up in the first round. Honestly, at this point, I don't think they do. I think they, they, they take this wide receiver heavy draft, draft the wide receiver, draft the corner, draft the safety, like get those core pieces that are really, really missing from the team, bring them in this year to start building again with, with Fields and just Iberflus and Getze as far as the offense. And, you know, they, they, they're bringing in the linemen. Lucas Patrick is the center, right, for, for the Bears now. We have Larry Borum, Tevin Jenkins. Uh, uh, Borum playing left tackle, Jenkins playing right tackle. Sam Mustapher is, is at right guard. Cody White here is at left guard. Like, they're switching things up here with the offensive line. They're switching things up here with – The team and like, like, like basically what we're all saying. We don't have high expectations, but I think this is going to be a step forward in like the positive direction, right. With all these moves and shit. And so, uh, I think, uh, yeah, man, I, I just, I expect a pretty building block of a season for the bears this year. I'm not sure. Like what else you guys think? Like uh, playoffs probably not for another two, three years, I think.
2: Yeah. I agree with you, dude. Like may. uh, at least three years, you know, like just, yeah, he needs to develop, he needs to get there. And that defense, you know, we just need to get draft pieces and everything.
0: Mm -hmm. And then, so that was bears breakdown. We had one more thing you guys wanted to talk about a Chicago guy in the UFC. Let's talk about Bilal Muhammad. Uh, like I said, Chicago guy, so we got to back him up, right? 33 years old, just entered the top five. UFC and welterweights. How was that fight that he had at uh, 51?
2: Man, he... He did. He got... He smoked Luke and, man, I was shocked. <laughs> he took him top down. Man, uh, how I'm many like, took him down to the like, X-ray? That, Do you know of top head? Bro,
1: Muhammad came into that fight with a whole different his... Yeah, like, That's why I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, he was bouncing around and shit. Like, bro, Luke couldn't land his shit. Like, every time he was trying to land, bro, he was already this way. Like, damn. And like wherever he was bouncing, he was just ready for going That after that takedown, and he got it. So it's like he
2: was—he he was so irritating that fight. I would have hated. He was like he's such an irritant in that in the octagon. And um, I don't know. That's he's he's beaten Wonder Boy. He's now beaten Luke, mm-hmm. who's beat some huge names in the UFC. Uh, Muhammad is now, now he can. He needs one more. I think one more fight, and he can fight for the belt. That's how I feel. And I think Colby yeah. Covington, right? Like
0: he uh, called him out. Yeah. He called him out.
2: Well, who? Well, what did what did uh, Dana? Who did Dana White say? Uh oh, Kamza okay. is getting Colby uh, next, yeah. though, which is what's
0: Oh, happen. okay. So
2: Dana White, Oof. Dana White wants to make that fight happen. But he's fights fight somebody in the top five, and yeah, that's the end of the like,
1: vision, it's, like Burns. If it's versus Burns, part two, then it's going to be Kobe versus fucking Muhammad. Or if it's fucking Kobe versus Chamaeus, it's going to be Burns versus fucking Muhammad. It's either or. But now that fucking Muhammad's climbing up in the rankings like that, he's definitely going to get, we you know what I'm saying, a town shot soon, if he wins next time. So, shout out for Muhammad. I, I ain't going to lie, I doubted him, but... Right.
0: <laughs> Yeah. I, uh I didn't even realize he, like like Kamaru Usman is the champion right Kobe Covington is right under him uh this guy and at 33 years old too like he is in the top 5 like it's crazy to 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 think that you don't have like somebody younger in that you know and, and I'm not sure how old uh, uh Vicente Luque was but like, again, 33, I'm fucking 30 years old. I'm over here. I get up the wrong way, and I'm fuck, fucked for the day. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm, I'm screwed. Oh, no. Nice. Okay. I'm
1: 23,
2: I, feel like that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I like I like it, dude. What? At
2: 33, he's actually kind of, like, around his prime, you know, 30s. That, yeah. Like, 28 to 30. He's at the end of his prime, but he's still there, so... As long as he's there, like, as long as he gets a title shot before 35, I don't think he'll be able to beat Usman or, you know, Hamza no, no or anybody in that division because their wrestling is just uh, far more superior than his. Like It's, you know, like, it's a way, they are just on a different level. So, but give him the shot, he's earned it, why not? You know, anything could happen in the octagon, one punch and mm-hmm. somebody's out, so...
0: Is he is he more of like a brawler? You said his wrestling isn't there. Is he more of a brawler no, like a striker yeah. or what is he? His he's wrestling
2: like is there, tier. it's just not at the level he's of like uh, yeah, Usman. He's good. He's good.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> but he is a good wrestler. He is good on the ground. Yeah. He got a lot of ground control time in this last fight against Luke. He doesn't do much on the ground is what's the problem. Yeah. He doesn't like like he doesn't like succeed in like the ground and pound and you know, like in mm. that aspect of it, but he—he's uh, he, got—he's beaten some big names recently. So I mean, it's only fair to give him, like somebody, like one more fight opportunity, and then yeah. the belt. I think we have to give him the title, the title opportunity.
0: Yeah, for sure, man. This guy—he's been fighting. He's been a professional fighter since 2012. Bellator, Titan FC, like. Like, he is definitely, like, done his work to get to where he's at. I didn't even realize this, but I was reading his Wikipedia, and man, dude attended fucking University of Illinois. Yeah, like, my brother graduated like, from there. Like, that's crazy. Like, this guy is a straight yeah. Chicago dude. You know what I mean? Oh, wow.
2: Yeah, the champion, The probably the biggest upset of UFC oh, history.
0: Yeah, the- I remember her. <laughs> oh, who did she beat? She beat uh, Holmes? No, I mean. Man. Nunez, yeah, there we go, dude. I, I was like, "What the? Who is this chick?" Randomly out of nowhere. One more thing,
2: did you see that uh, in the new top ten uh just of all fighters in the UFC, the power ranking? They put tied ninth, um, tied for ninth, all Jermaine Sterling. How do you feel about that, Sway? Yeah, he broke the top ten for all fighters. He won.
0: <laughs> Sway his, does not like it.
2: He won his last fight so phony like even Dana White sure. and the press conferences the judges screwed it up quote quote for quote the judges screwed that one up and because Peter Jan should have won this was in the what, what was this UFC 273 sorry oh, one of the one of them but it was the last UFC pay-per-view that happened but yeah he, he should not be in the top 10 I don't know what they're doing putting him in there and I just wanted to throw that out there. Like he did not win fair and square either time. He shouldn't be a champion. He, he got the belt on a disqualification, and then he lost a second. Oh grade, wow! The judges gave the judges gave him the split decision. I don't
1: like it. Yeah, I so, think
0: he think a little Sway hates that shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't know. who. Maybe T.J. Dillashaw, Peter Yawn again, Jose Aldo. Yeah. All right.
0: Yeah. Dillashaw still fucking fighting, huh? he nah, still got it. Oh, God damn! I thought that man would have been just like fucking laid out already, like somewhere. <laughs> this is fucking, he still got it. All right. Yeah, After getting funny. fucking embarrassed on fucking, fucking Ultimate fighting. Fighter, I thought so that was, was it. Thing, but... <laughs> oh
1: yeah, right. We'll, we'll see. We'll see
0: about that. Of course, of course. <laughs> We'll see. I like it, man. Talk a little UFC, a little little more NBA playoffs with these guys. We may as well. I, I, I was going to say we ended here with y'all, but fuck it. Let's let's end it with the Hawks talk with Jack. It's, it's going to be pretty short just because, I mean, it's kind of towards the end of the season, right, dude? And, uh, I mean, there's really not much else other than, like, an emotional night the other night.
3: So yeah, 10, 10 games or no, 10 days left. Uh, 29th is is the last day of the regular season. May 2nd is uh, the start of the playoffs. Obviously, mm-hmm. Chicago will not be a part of that. No um, way. <laughs> 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 oh, that's funny. Um, yeah, no, Thursday night at the United Center, very emotional night for for Hawks fans. Uh, the voice of the Hawks for almost 30 or almost 40 years um you know they, they took a break I think between oh six and 08 but mm-hmm. you know it was called three Stanley Cups with, with the team uh, you know it, it's one of the guys I probably listened to his voice more than uh, uh more than a lot of people I know in my entire life uh, so it was emotional honestly I, I you know I, I stayed home to watch him on the broadcast you know you could have gone to the game but you got to listen to him
0: mm-hmm.
3: uh, and it was a great broadcast, you know, it was tons of tributes, it was a great game. Hawks were able to, uh, you know, pull it out in uh, in a shootout, uh, 5-4 over San Jose. Um, Hawks were, you know, it was a close game throughout the the first, it was a tie after the first, 2-1 after the second, and San Jose was able to get two in the third before sending it to overtime. Um, Kevin Lankin was in net, faced 37 shots, saving 33 of them, allowing four goals, so... Uh, you know, a lot of people have been wondering what, what's kind of be that solution for the goaltending long term. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lincoln is a free agent coming up at the end of the season. So uh, I think they've got like one or two guys signed for next season. So big question marks going into it. Um, so we'll see what happens there. You know, Lincoln, is, in my opinion, and a lot of people's opinion, is not. The long-term guy uh, just kind of makes mistakes, and, um, and it just isn't the guy. Uh, he's a yeah. good backup and, and a solid backup for any team, but um, not your your you know fringe starter is what I would say. Um, Hawks goals were Calvin DeHaan, Taylor Radish, um, Dylan <laughs> Strom, and Patty Kane had three points on the night: one goal and two assists.
0: Nice, nice. Um,
3: and yeah, so Hawks were able to end. I think an eight-game losing streak. You know, last episode, I didn't even want to waste the time of talking about him. I kept the session short. <laughs> um, you know, obviously, since being eliminated from the playoffs, times are tough. Uh, you know, Taze, Taze actually asked uh, management what, what they expect of his role. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens, you know, given the fact that he and, and Kane are on expiring contracts here coming up next year. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I, my gut is to get rid of Taze and keep Kane, but... Um, you know, we'll, end up, we'll We'll see what happens. Um, so, and then uh, what was it? Yesterday and Saturday, um, they both, you know, Saturday they lost to Nashville in Nashville. 4-3 uh, to is a close game as well, but Nashville was able to edge it out. Um, scoring an extra goal in the second. Um, Chicago was able to call back, scoring a goal in each period, but just wasn't enough as Nashville defeated the Hawks. And then um, last night at the United No, and yeah, at the United Center, they lost to Calgary, a good, strong playoff team in, in the uh, Pacific, um, that will be making a run at it. Um, they lost to them five two. So, Hawks' goes are out. With uh,
2: uh,
3: now I'm looking at Calgary. Let's see, Hawks will end the season with. The Golden Knights in Chicago on Oof. the 27th before going to Buffalo to finish the season. Um, so, you know, season finale, Golden Knights, 27th, about, you know, eight, nine days away. So, um, yeah, tough, I mean, tough times, tough times.
0: Definitely tough times, but at least, you know, they gave Pat Foley, they they sent him off with a dub. You know what I mean? And it was even in extras, too. So they, like, gave they gave the people more Pat Foley at his last game, so... At least he was able to leave with it with a W. One of our our bloggers, uh, Ryan, you know, wrote wrote up something real nice for him on uh Crack One Media. So go and check that yeah, out. Yeah, really for good him. piece. Really good yeah, piece. Yeah, for almost forty years. I didn't know he was fucking announcing for forty years.
3: Yeah, no, it's it's funny. It is, his dad owned a uh, dealership? a Buick dealership in like Northbrook or Winnetka mm-hmm. or whatever and uh, Michael Wirtz you know the owner at the time got his cars from him and you know got them washed and maintenanced and one day I guess you know his dad put a tape in his car and it's like what's this It's like it's my son you know he's announcing up in um, Milwaukee or Mi- 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 Michigan oh, wherever the hell it was and you know take a peek and you know he loved it and you know that's how po- fully uh, uh, became the voice at 26 of the Hawks and, you know now retiring at whatever the hell I'm not a math guy <laughs> <laughs>
0: there you go um yeah man I mean it, again they, they, they left with a dub but it's it's not gonna be playoffs this year for the Hawks uh, uh, but I do want to say you know big thank you to Bart and Asway man coming on yeah. talking it's like we, we, we you know obviously the first time coming on a new show right? It's almost like a little nerves but I felt like we were fucking been doing this for years now. you know what I mean like it was that it was that smooth for us. Um, appreciate you guys coming on talking bulls bears cubs socks thanks thanks for backing me up art i was about uh, to be two for one I there do that. for socks <laughs> but uh yeah you go everyone listening go check them out on instagram uh at chicago sports Hub official and then again on youtube they do they go live you guys go live for events and stuff like that and you guys have your own little podcast right Yep, YouTube is Chicago Sports Hub and Sports Betting. Oh, for sure. So yeah, go definitely. give them yeah. a listen, and hopefully you guys will hear me and Jack on Chicago Sports Hub. We're going to do a lot of – I feel like we're I feel like we. I feel like we we're going to do a lot of work together.
2: Let's go. <laughs> and, oh, boys. Yeah.
3: Tons, is- tons of fun. Tons yeah. of fun. Sway, love that you're a Sox fan. <laughs> but, uh, it is what it is, but I, <laughs> I respect it. Uh, you know, Rick and I deal with it. And I'm sure we'll deal with it in the future. Uh, but no, definitely, tons of fun having you guys hop on. Appreciate it. Uh, no
2: problem. Uh,
0: Jack, Jack says Jack says he and I deal with it. He deals with my shit all the time, man. I love it. He, he's, he's a he's a fucking warrior with, for my shit. But yeah, patience, that, patience. Yeah. <laughs> Let us know. You guys love if you guys love Barton Sway on here. We're gonna work together a lot in the future. And then uh, go check out our Instagram uh, at Crack One absolutely. Media i am at NL rick on twitter siffy man for jack on twitter bart uh bart way y'all got a twitter all right no. Bart. <laughs> no twitter
2: yeah just just uh, just on instagram
0: okay. just on instagram and youtube go check them out and uh go check out our blogs listen to our podcast at crack bringing you all sorts of good shit and if you guys like the podcast support it by, you know, there's a link in the, in the description. If you guys want to support it, buy us a beer, give us 10 bucks mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, share it. If you guys are enjoying it as well, especially this episode, share it, share it, share it, share it. And then rate us on Apple and on Spotify if y'all got the time. But other than that, boys, it was a great time. Thanks again, Bart. Sway. Thanks for coming on, Jack. Always a pleasure.
3: Yes, sir. I uh, see
0: you. Me.
4: The My- Women plus size No lie That why stretch my On your butt thighs That's fine by me She cooks whenever I slide Pasta burger french fry Sometimes I don't even eat She fuck with my brushes, my fluffy She sweats She let me eye Kiss on her tummy My tummy X L, and fit her perfect Won't catch me lurking at all My richer ones I spit saw Since so proud and so tall Those cheeks are rounds of applause Over and over and over again Told my homie and my parents We were only just friends At first I couldn't let my singer out thin, it's getting deeper now. But I don't care what others think about me. Came out of depression, have to pick up the penny. Get skinny, nigga. Thick wallet, chubby tasting them is now. try got out it. They changed the name, so we winning again. Sound posh, boy. Hey, welcome to the halftime show. I love to leave a nigga flatline. Yeah, I know niggas quick to lose cool and frown down on something new that they ain't used to. Like nigga, who's you? Welcome to the halftime show. I love to leave a nigga flatline. Yeah, I know. Niggas quick to lose school and frown down on something new that they ain't used to. Them all these little screw niggas, they. Niggas, Niggas,